Welcome to Bariatric Business Accelerator, the podcast created for busy weight loss practitioners and their teams who want to systematize and simplify and accelerate the growth of their new or existing weight loss practice. I'm your host, Carol Clark, and today it is the end of the first quarter of this year. And with that comes oftentimes some reflection, some evaluation of where numbers are in your practice. And so that could be total number of new patients, referrals, uh, could be uh, some of your financial metrics. And we talk about metrics a lot, but this is a great time to take a look at how are things going? Where do things go really well? Where are you excelling? And where might there be a need for some new actions? I never encourage people to sort of to change what their goals are, perhaps, but really to change to modify the actions, because whether you are swimming along at a fast pace, whether you're treading water or whether you feel like you're drowning, there is always something that you can do to improve the situation. So that's what we want to focus on. And lately, I've actually been going into a number of practices a couple of them not even weight loss related, but going in and doing sort of a survey or uh, an evaluation of the practice to see where they might be able to improve different things. And so it's usually because the owner or owners are very frustrated with something going on in the practice. And so I'm sort of a fresh set of eyes. I can talk to the team. I understand the day-to-day operations and we end up working together. And it's actually sort of, it's a lot of of fun, although I know it's frustrating because that's usually why I'm being brought in because it's frustrating. But we want to get past that. We want to get towards some solutions. But before we do that, I always ask for about eight different reports, which may sound overwhelming and a bit daunting, but hear me out here. The first thing I always ask for, if it's a new practice to me, is an organizational chart. And sometimes I get crickets. I understand that. We're busy. Maybe it's not something that was top of mind in medical school or uh, in school. Maybe it's not something that we're focusing on, but the organizational chart really gives me an idea of how the reporting relationships are, where there may be some people heavier on one end versus the other, where you might be able to get some economies of scale, where uh, some of the responsibilities might be able to be moved right. Anyhow, it's just a great snapshot of seeing uh, how the practice is organized. And it's also a great way if you're really busy and your problem is that you are so busy, it can help lead you into what's the next logical hire versus just throwing uh, you know, a new employee at, at something because that's what everybody thought that you should need. So an org chart is the first one. The second thing I ask for is a profit and loss, usually from the previous year and then for this year. And I like to just look at that to see the health of the organization, also to just see how it's arranged. And sometimes I can be surprised. And if this is you, there's no judgment here. It's just the way it is. And maybe some people haven't even had been able to see it. Maybe they rely on their accountant to create that forum or a bookkeeper who hasn't gotten it to them or somebody in the practice, but they're not getting regular reports. So that's really uh, oftentimes a, uh, it's a problem. I believe every owner should have these reports and they should have them. I like to say by the 10th of the next month sooner if you can. But anyhow, P&L is what I look at. The That's my second one. And the third one is if you are an insurance-based surgical or medical practice, I like to take a look at your top CPT codes. I like to look at the volume that you have, the average reimbursement by payer. And I like to take a look at all of that in addition to um, you know just getting a snapshot about what, what is it that you're spending most of your time in terms of billing and then collections. 
So after that, we also want to take a look at your AR report, see where your um, accounts receivable are. Is it closer to the zero to 30 days or is it really far out? And are there some missed charges? So we take a peek at that. After that, I really like to look at a summary of your marketing expenses. And I, while they are oftentimes lumped together in your P&L, your profit loss statement, I like to take a look at the marketing expenses separately because it can give us a good uh, sort of a litmus test for how much you're spending on marketing versus how much you're bringing in. It also is a way for us to look at where you're spending money and are you really getting a true return on investment? Are you getting reports from anyone doing paid advertising? If you're doing all organic, which is totally fine with me, are you getting the return that, that um, you need? We'll get that into the other report, which is your Google Analytics and any reports from those that are doing paid advertising for you. That's how we're going to measure sort of a return on investment. And remember, I always say my return on investment is a new patient, not just somebody who uh, liked your page or opted in but not to something that you were offering but never moved forward. Someone who's, uh, we like to have an active paying patient. So that's the other thing that we want to look at. And then I'd like to look at a list of any monthly or weekly key performance indicators you have for the practice or for your team. Sometimes I get crickets here as well. No worries. We work through that and uh, we'll look at uh, the, the, your goals, which is um, the, uh, seventh thing that we're looking at, which is your identified um, practice goals for this year. And we'll relate it then back to the KPIs that we determine. Uh, so we've kind of gone through that sort of quickly, but the eight things that I usually request are first your organizational chart, your profit and loss statement, your top surgical CPT codes, and average reimbursement by um, payer. So we can see your payer mix. Uh, we also, of course, would be um, a summary of your marketing expenses separate from your profit and loss, your Google Analytics or any paid advertising reports that you have. That's number five. Uh, we'd like to look at your AR report uh, in terms of where your money is out there and then a list of any weekly or monthly key performance indicators you have and your goals for your practice. And it sounds like a lot, and it is. But what we do is we start here, we dive into it all, and then we take a look at where you are now and where you want to be and what's the priority in terms of what's your greatest frustration that you want to solve first. And then we kind of start working from there. And once you have uh, a good snapshot, a good evaluation of what's going on in your practice, it's so much easier to take a deep breath, determine what needs to be tackled first, and then we determine actions to move forward from that. If you're the owner of your practice and you're not receiving or creating or having in front of you every single month a snapshot so you can compare the different months uh, side by side as you go along for the most important um different indicators, we you'd want to create that. And so it's your snapshot and behind it might be some other reports that you get every month. And this is not about just creating reports. It's about really taking what's most important in your practice, evaluating it, um, determining if you're where you want to be and if you're not, what are your goals and how we're going to get there. We kind of have to break it down. So in your practice, I really encourage you to do this, to stop, take a pause, take a look at that. And um, if anything, just you know, start somewhere so that you can take a look. If, if finances are the biggest frustration, we've got to start with your P&L. If it's your payer mix, then we've got to look at what it is you're billing and what your payer mix is right now and how you might want to change that. 
if you're wanting to do other things, you, you've got to just take a peek at that, have that vision, have those goals in mind, and um, and then go ahead and dive in. And then it's a matter of just taking it one day at a time, one step at a time, and developing a plan that can help get you to where it is you want to go. So if you are feel like you're drowning, we want to get you to tread in water. If you're treading water, we want you to be off and swimming. And we want to make sure everybody on your team understands the bigger picture and where you're going. So uh, anyhow, that's sort of a long-winded answer. But when we come in and when we're doing evaluations, those are eight of the key reports that I like to make sure that I'm taking a look at. Uh, and I think that you should as well. So anyhow, we're doing a deeper dive into this in Bariatric Business Accelerator this month. If you're not a member, I encourage you to check it out, bariatricbusinessaccelerator.com. If you're not subscribed to the podcast or the YouTube channel, please subscribe. I would love to um, make sure that you are aware of any time that I'm doing any trainings or we're having any conversations. I've got some really cool uh, podcasts coming up and I'm going to do a bariatric uh business success series with some different owners. You're going to really enjoy that. So those are all in the works and I appreciate having you here. If I can be of service to you, just reach out to me, Carol, K-A-R-O-L at weightlosspracticebuilder.com. And in the meantime, take care.